Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a uh, Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO for the next two hours. Trent Condon and Ken Miller going to talk sports with you, and we appreciate you being here uh, with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. Busy day on the program. We will first head south to uh, Kansas City, where we'll catch up with our friend Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star. We'll talk Big 12. We'll talk Kansas City Chiefs, uh, et cetera, with our Royals. Mm. No, the goal is to keep the audience, right? Yeah, right, right. Right. Then should we talk, do an NBA draft segment late in the show if that's the goal? <laughs> Chris Murray talk. Chris Murray talk. Well done. But Bert Kirkhoff's going to be here at 1125. Dave Sproul covers Iowa State. He'll join us at 10 minutes before the hour of 11. The latest on the uh, Iowa State. They had a uh, press conference availability which did he, Thursday, Tuesday, I believe. Uh, so we'll get the latest on uh, that. Everything came out of that with Dave Sproul. Probably bring up your twins who got a win they last did. night. In walk-off fashion. And won me a little money. Did they? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You had them last night. How did you do last night? Uh, four and one once again. Jesus, you're on a roll. Say this every day is like three a broken record. In picks that I hand out for free hmm. here on the show. Eleven and three. That's making money, Trent. That it is. Uh, David Eicholt will be here. Speaking of media availabilities, a number of Hawkeye players uh, met the media yesterday. We'll get Eicholt in here to talk about that. And then uh, speaking of the NBA draft, as we were, Kyle Irving, who's a good guy, and he works his tail off over at the Sporting News. He helps us out during the NBA playoffs and thought we'd uh, bring him aboard to talk a little bit of NBA draft you can bet on it. Can you still bet on it? It's like the NFL draft where they close it. I think Circa closes the night before the draft. Yeah, and I believe that's a league rule. Yeah, okay. Or maybe it was a Vegas rule last year because being in Vegas, I I don't know. There's something different about it. But, well, let's look right now if there's anything that we can fire. Because I tried to pull it up last night, and nothing came up. And this was at probably 1230, something like that. 1230 at night, you're on your app trying to bet the NBA. Well, of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, what else am I going to do? Go to bed? Ah, yeah, that's right. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. You got me there, Miller. Get some rest. Uh, but um, Kyle Irving will join us. Then Trent's plays of the day. Another yeah, nothing's form. up. Nothing's up, so it must be close uh, at this point. Um, I mean, there's no drama at one. I guess the, if there is drama, if you're into that. How much will you watch? Are you off tonight, by the way? Do you have a high school game tonight? Nope. Off tonight. Well, not off tonight because we got a big night in the Condon household. Oh. It is travel team tryout night for oh, Bella. Trying to make the 8U team for West Des Moines. It's a big one. So how much travel would that entail? Let's say she makes it. What does that mean? It's a great question. Uh, <laughs> if I get the coaching gig. Which you applied for? Applied for. We'll not know until after tonight. Uh-huh. They don't want any tomfoolery happening, apparently. Until the team is picked. Yeah, the, the picks are sealed. I mean, this is So big. who decides on this? The board. The 30 there's members. A, there's a board. Did I tell you about my interview? We told you about the interview, but the, the board is actually picking the team? No. Well, yeah. I mean, the people that comprise of it, yeah. Wow. This is serious stuff. <laughs> serious stuff. Holy mackerel. I'm a little nervous about it, and we'll see how Ella does tonight. She's swinging the bat well, getting that swing really ironed out here in year number one. So got some work to do defensively. All right. We, we got some work to do. Well, she's got, eight, after all. She is. we got to figure out how to generate a little bit more power on the throws. I was trying to help her a little crow hop. 
didn't go real well. It'll sink in eventually. We'll get there. We'll get there. We continue to go out there, but excited for tonight. So, so you'll watch none of the NBA draft. And even if you're home, would you watch any of the NBA? I'm not sure I will. Look, there's no baseball. What is baseball scared of the NBA draft tonight? Is that why they're, the late game tonight? Is six oh five. The Mariners at the Yankees. Okay, that's it. That's getaway day. Getaway day. Couple of five forties too. Yeah, true. Five four. Uh, Pirates get, at the Marlins day. and Royals at the Rays. Well, uh, oh, oh. the Rays price because McClellan hands pitching. Uh four twenty <laughs> minus four what three sixty is it? Good Holy God. Ooh, that is a monster price there. I don't think I'm going to be dabbling in that one. So I you'll have a little I'll baseball turn the game on. You're going to miss the best game though, and I know you won't watch it. I'm going to miss the best game. Yes. Oh, the College World Series going Absolutely. on? Absolutely. LSU, so, Wake Forest. These are these have been the two best teams throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. They have... And yet Florida's in the final already? Yeah. They okay. were on the other side of the bracket. They've already advanced in. And these two teams will have their aces available tonight. Uh-huh. Two outstanding guys. Guys that are going to go high in the draft when they're drafted. These, This is high-level stuff. And you won't flip it on, will Well, you? you know what it is, Trent? It's just that I don't know anybody on any team. But I mean, you know I they're good. You know they're yeah. too good. To, you like competition. You I like do. Baseball. I don't like the ping. You don't like the ping. I don't like the ping. You're one of those guys, too. All right. Um, I love the ping. Do you? I do. I mean, look, I, I, did, I didn't mind watching Iowa play. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Right. Uh, but I just don't know the teams. Makes it a little more difficult. It does make it difficult. Well, as bad as uh, the viewing options are tonight, maybe I'll end up there. ESPN, I'm guessing, right? By the what, way, what would it, you rather watch, the NBA draft or that? Oh, come on. I'd much rather watch the College World Series. The NBA draft does nothing for me. Look, as long as you open Twitter, you're up to date. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The Woj is not going to tip Saw picks that. this year. Saw that. Well, guess what? ESPN has the draft. Is Shams that? will. I'm sure somebody will. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just, okay, so Woj won't, but... Somebody will. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. And they'll be tipped every single time, and we'll know before the pick is in what the pick, pick so actually is. So if the Condon Casino was offering said prop, what uh-huh. would uh, over-under what for Murray? 19 and a half? I was going to say 21 and a half, 22 and a half, maybe more in Then that I would range. take the under. you take the under. I would take the you under. You think you're going to he- hear him in the teens? Late teens. Late teens. Or late, if you're giving me up to 22, yeah. uh, I think that I would probably take the under. So you have been a long-time proponent. Never bet a lot to Correct. make a little. Yes. The odds before they were taken off the board for Victor Wimbanyana to go number one. Yeah, I saw somebody. Were minus 50,000. That's nuts. So what is that? Fifty thousand. If you had five hundred bucks to put on it, would you get a dollar back or a dime back? Dollar, dime. You get a dime. Yeah, five hundred dollars to make a dime. I think five thousand yeah. dollars to or make five a buck. bucks. I don't know what it is, but it, it's ridiculous. I don't know why. I don't know why you would offer it in the first place. Because people will do just I guess, that. You know, this one feels like it's pretty safe, though, right? What would have to happen for him not to be enough to pick the first pick in the next eight hours? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing injury-wise that could happen. I mean, he could the tear his ACL. The only thing that I could see happening is all of a sudden the NBA came up with this crazy new idea that we're going to incorporate pitching uh, into it. And, and as bad as his first pitch was, holy did crap. you see him trying to swing a bat? I didn't. <laughs> did you see him hold the baseball, though? Well, it's like holding a golf ball for us. I was going to say a grape. <laughs> right. A BB. Yeah. Unbelievable the size of this dude. I did hear this from Jay Billis. Heard it, wrote, uh, read it. Uh, Jay Billis said this, wrote this. Um, 
if this was if this was the same year, nineteen year old Wembenyana mm-hmm. and eighteen year old LeBron James were both in the same draft, there would be a spirited debate. Wow, and that's Billis. That's not some guy on Twitter. That's not Stephen A. That's not Stephen A. This is Jay Billis, who I don't think throws stuff against the wall. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I don't think that's he's that type of person. He's this pretty is not one of the big bloviators, right? Out there. Absolutely not. Pretty buttoned up, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm a fan. Whether he's doing Duke games or not, I'm. And I'm it a wasn't fan. a hot take that no, Wembenyana would be ahead of him, and there's no no. He said it, it would, would be, be a sp- debate. That. Is high praise. That is high praise. That just goes to show you what the NBA is on the uh, verge of getting as far as uh, adding stardom to their league. So nothing injury-wise could happen in the next eight hours? Well, you wouldn't think. I mean, I guess you could get hit in a car. Car accident, right. I mean, (laughs) something like that. But even if he's walking, steps off the curb wrong in New York and he tears his ACL, he's still Mm -hmm. the number one pick. I mean, if your number's up, your number's up. I hate to say it. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, obviously. (laughs) But what could happen? What about... Was it Laramie Tunsil with the gas mask? Yes, 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 yes. At the at the uh, at if the we frat saw party. That no, absolutely up. not. It's the NBA we're talking about here. This isn't exactly a league full of choir boys doing lines off the back of a no, hooker. No, nothing. No. Take them. Number one, absolutely. That's where it's a lot. Uh-huh. Minus fifty thousand doesn't yep. sound too bad. Nope, nope. He's when home the, free. There is nothing short of the verge of death that you can say he would not be the number one pick. Uh, that that would that would. Essentially, be it. And again, unless they bring baseball, trying to blend these two sports together. One of uh, his. So it's really been interesting learning more about him and the way that he is. A, hearing him speak. I mean, very polished. Mm-hmm. We know that French accent mm-hmm. and how thick it can be. You can, yeah. Not the case. No, there's there's a tin of no, it. No, you you know he's not. I mean, he has an accent. Clearly, yeah. he didn't grow up in Minnetonka. But right, right. Yeah, this is a guy that. He's very polished. He dresses incredibly well. He's into the fashion scene in France. Mm-hmm. He is always buttoned up to a T. He cares about that. And one of the people he met, I want to say it was Michael Douglas. It was some old I, I actor. saw Michael Douglas, a picture of Michael yeah. Douglas and him together. Yeah, they're buddies. Yeah. What a, I mean, this, this is like a Renaissance man. This is a guy that is just completely Michael different. Michael Douglas married who? He married an Catherine actor. Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh, were they in the same movie, a Zorro movie, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I think they were, anyways. I haven't seen many Michael Doug- Michael Douglas films in the, the last only years. The best Michael Douglas I can remember, and I can't remember the name of the show, damn it. It was in the 70s. It was a cop show. Oh, okay. Um, on TV? Yes. What was the name of that show? It was good. Uh, 60s, 70s? All right. Let's find... I am DB here for early years. Breakthrough Roll no, came in oh. 1969. What was it? On the CBS. Oh, no, this isn't it. The Experiment, a playhouse no, special. Not it. That's not what you're looking for. Nope. How about the Streets of San Francisco? That's it. With, uh, with uh, Carl, uh, uh, Carl, Carl Malden. Yes. Hell of a show. Okay. Boy, Carl Malden had a, a nose on him, didn't he? Did there <laughs> yes. any picture? Holy <laughs> mackerel. Yes, he did. My favorite Douglas Streets film, of San Francisco. Falling Down. Remember that one? I remember the name. I don't, I'm not a big movie guy. He's walking around. He's got the tie-on with the short sleeves. He's some salesman. Oh, is, I yes. do remember. Based in California. Yes, and he's walking around with a gun, and he is... I think I saw that yes. picture. 1993. Man, I'm getting old. That was 30 years ago. Yeah. It's a new one for me. Yeah, uh, I, I do remember the show now that you mentioned. I think I might have actually seen it even. 
Because he had the uh, briefcase, the short sleeve buttoned up shirt. Yep, looked like he was going to sit in a cubicle. Uh-huh. Put it in his eight hours and get back on the public transportation and come home and do it again tomorrow. Yep, had the spectacles on. Yeah, you and I are lucky, by the way. <laughs> when you think about it like that, yes. When you think about it like that. All right, um, a couple of things. Uh, news from yesterday. And I don't understand it, so you're going to have to help me out All here. All right. With the Iowa High School Athletic Association mm-hmm. and the, uh, what's the name of the, you work for them. The right? network. The network, right. That's Pete Tarpey, right? No. He Pete Tarpey's no longer involved with this? He's never been involved. Okay, what does he have? He has the girls' side. Oh, okay. This is the boys. This is the boys' Boys side. only. Boys only. Okay. As we know, we are the only state in the union that has separate entities for yep. our girls' union and our boys' association. Okay. That is part one. With that, there are... What the girl side does is they pay Pete Tarpey's outfit, yeah. CISN, to put on the games, to get them on YouTube, to mm-hmm. do all For that. free. For free. When they get to the state championship, they're all on IPTV. The girls' union takes also the Also for of that. free. Right. Right. Over-the-air television. Yep. About 15 years ago, the Boys Association made the decision mm-hmm. that we are going to sell off our rights. I remember to the that. It was, it was not very popular. Ken Krogman. It? Krogman had it, yes. right? Ken Does Krogman. he still have them? No. This was sold, I want to say, three, four years ago okay. to a new entity based Because out of what Southern he Iowa. did that pissed everybody off is, and, and I didn't grow up here, but apparently if you grew up here and your team made it to the state tournament mm-hmm. and you would look along Radio Row, every town's radio station, they had their banner up there and it was just. Uh, small town Iowa, ringing media row, right? Yes, and yeah. he essentially priced everybody out, right? Not, made it made it cost prohibitive to broadcast the games. Not necessarily. I don't think that's the way that it went. I mean, I still pay rights fees for people that hear the games that we come to you for state tournament action on the boys' yeah, not, side. But not like last night when you're doing right. the game. That, uh, right. But every tournament mm-hmm. game that I broadcast... Whether you're at Principal Park doing mm-hmm. the high school fo- baseball or you're, you're at the Dome doing the football. And Wells Fargo Arena yep. for basketball. Yep. I pay a rights fee for every one of those. Who and that goes to the that network. to? That goes to the network. Okay. Not to the association because gotcha. they have the media rights for it. So the me- so the, p- the the company that bought the media rights mm-hmm. pays the association they do. in advance of that. $60,000 a year that escalates up to $80,000 I believe starting this year gotcha. is uh, when that fee goes up to 80 grand a year. That's what they pay for the rights. And got to find a way to make money. So when this came up for bid when Ken Krogman was selling the network whatever it was 3-4 mm-hmm. years ago. And who bought it? It's an outfit based out of Southern Iowa. That's where I guess the base is. And Rick Silvestrini, who you know, he works mm-hmm. for them. He's one of the top dogs in it. And I had somebody come to me and say, is this something I should be interested in? And did some back of the nap- napkin math over a beer, mm-hmm. as you can imagine with me. <laughs> and we were talking through it. TV trucks are expensive. Yes. To get those trucks. Uh-huh. Now in baseball with split site. You got Carroll. You got Iowa City. Mm-hmm. Or the four classes, two in each of them. You got to get to the Dome. You got to be here at Wells Fargo Arena, state soccer, on and on and on, track. This is a lot of sports, and those TV trucks cost a lot of money. Right. Do they have to buy satellite time as well? Or is that how, is that how they broadcast now, or is it different? Uh, that's, that's out of my realm. Gotcha. Not positive on that front. Because at one time, that was a, a cost. Camera people. Yep. Play-by-play. Yep. Analysts. Mm-hmm. On and on and on. Back of the napkin, Mac. I said, if you want to make a profit, you probably have to bring in in revenue something in the six hundred to seven hundred fifty thousand dollar a year range Jesus. to make a profit in this entity. 
And <laughs> the business person I was talking to said, well, that's not happening. Right. And very quickly moved on. Now, this is a way that you can make that money. If with you the sell the streaming. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Ten bucks a game. Uh-huh. You got aunts and uncles outside the area. You got But cousins. up until now, those aunts and uncles have been Able watching watch those for games for free. For free. And now they want to go to a pay-per-view component, nine ninety nine a game. Is there a, a one a, a pass you can buy for the season? Uh, for the tournament, I think they also had that also, and it was like twenty bucks for the tournament. Gotcha. As opposed to the individual. So game. will 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 this affect regular season games? No, no. This gotcha. is state so tournament. Still, only. Yes, this is only for the state tournament. I don't see the big deal then, Trent. Well, when the contract was put together, what the association says is we said that this still needs to be available for free. The association said that. Yes. And the and the outfit in southern Iowa who bought the rights agreed to that stipulation. According to the contract, what well, that's what the lawyers will be able to figure out, as you know. And that's where the litigation is coming now as the association has brought lawsuit towards the network and figuring out what was in this contract, hmm. what the extension says, is there agreeable? Do them as the media broadcast partners paying their 60, 80 grand a year. Is this something where, yes, we have this right to do that? So, do you know if that company has been hemorrhaging money at this point? Because, as, as you mentioned, you got to get all these trucks, and it, it, it's, not, it's not cheap to broadcast no, these games. It absolutely is. So, not. where were they making their money in the first place? Well, it comes through advertising. I mean, that, that's the component of it. And yeah, if you can go out and you can get Hy-V and Casey's and Mid American. But Hy-V is going to want to see how many eyeballs that are, be, that are right. logging on and watching this. And when you're going through, I mean, that's what you have to show. Look, if you can get. Eight different Iowa-based companies that are all going to pony up seventy-five hundred grand for a full season. All right, you're in good shape. Good luck finding that many really? companies though in the state that are going to be willing to put up that kind of money for the broadcast. And I think that's. And I'm where guessing the rub is. there's a there's a limit on advertising. I mean, you know, you pick up your phone and call a sports bet, a sports book. Mm-hmm. But you can't. I'm guessing you can't advertise on on high school games. You wouldn't think so. No. I, and I, I wouldn't. No, I, no, you shouldn't be able to. Yeah. Now it's not kids usually listen to the broadcast. No, it's true, but adults. still, it's a high school game. Yeah. I think I think you got to draw the line there. And you and I both love betting. Yes. Um, so well, this is interesting, Trent. Yeah. This is really this is an interesting fight. So the high school, the high, the uh, the athletic association believes that part of their deal with this company is, yep, we'll give you the rights and you can make your money, but it has to remain free until when. Mm-hmm. Until the end of this, their existing contract. Well, they were going to start try to start this starting with state baseball. Is though it's the end of last calendar year, if you will, school year. This mm-hmm. is the final sport for outgoing seniors that are going to be ready to start their careers or start yeah. college, whatever it is. But they were going to try to start it right here, kind of a trial run, if you will, before football, which is always the biggest one. Yeah, and try to see you know any kinks that they need. Is the technology up to date? Getting the credit card information in there, you know, all those different things that go into it. I think they want to use baseball kind of as a trial run before they got to baseball. And now the association, the boys and boons say, no, 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 not so fast. The lawsuit claims that the pay-per-view model violates the basics of the contract between the two that provides for free broadcasts of championship games with no mention of streaming or fees. The association is asking the court to stop the network from charging fees before they can even begin. That is from WHO 13. Interesting. Um, so they'll distribute via the web. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if it's I, if it's in the contract, I mean, what leg do they have to stand on? I, right. And Is this buyer's remorse maybe from this entity? Well, I, I mean, I've talked to plenty of people that were involved with Krogan's, uh, and I know it was difficult for many years. You know, when they went to NBC Sports Chicago, it's about money. All about money. It absolutely yep. was. They yep. were willing to give them the best mm-hmm. deal, and that's what it became. Mm-hmm. And obviously for people in eastern Iowa, where most everybody, especially at that time, had NBC Sports Chicago, it wasn't a big deal. Right. But western Iowa, no. they don't have NBC Sports Chicago. They, no. I mean, if you're northwest Iowa, you got Bally Sports North. Mm-hmm. you got Bally Sports uh, Midwest if you're down in the southern part. It just it didn't work out, and that's kind of how I think the beginning of the frustrations came. Here's good news. You can hear the games for free right here <laughs> on KXNO along with our sister station, 96.9 but, The Bowl. But you have to pay. I do have to pay right <laughs> No, it's not exorbitant. It's no, not I a- know. And, and you sell enough advertising yeah. to, to cover your costs, but yes. you know that going in. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that's really uh, – th- this is going to be interesting to see how – I mean, I don't see how the uh, the company down south has a lake to stand on. Right. If it's in the contract, it's in the contract. Well, and then there's a separate lawsuit about the extension of this contract and how far it actually goes. They didn't put dates on the contract? Well, again, this is a lawyer kind of thing, and you get into a very, I think, muddied waters about this part of it. Well, if the contract says it expires on January the 1st, 2026, good luck getting out of that. From the uh, article again from WHO 13. Uh, five-year renewal was added in 2019. Then, one year later, the two sides apparently agreed Jesus. to another extension on their contract through 2029. Now, some of the people that I know in Boone with the association, uh, they would love to take it in-house. They believe the model mm-hmm. that the girls' union has mm-hmm. is something that they can make work now. So hire a Pete Tarpy like the girls' union has yes. to do all this work for them? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kind of go that route and take, you know, might be Mediacom. I know Pat Hurley and that crew does a whole lot of work for yeah. them as well. I just heard from a Mediacom person no longer retired, Bill Brown. Hope you're oh, yeah. enjoying retirement, Bill Brown. Something like that where you take it in-house. You can kind of see exactly where the costs mm-hmm. are. Do you have more buying power as the association as opposed to I a different I would think entity? so, Right. Again, it's an assumption, but I, I think it's one that makes a whole lot of sense. So, whole lot of angles wow. to this one, and well, guess what? We are less than a month away from the state baseball tournament. They got to have this thing buttoned up very quickly, <laughs> and we will see how it looks. Well, um, if I'm the presiding judge here, it seems like pretty straightforward to me, Trent. I, I think the, the association is going to prevail. I mean, I, I don't see the leg they have to stand on, especially if they sign the con. Were lawyers involved in this in the first place? Because it sounds if they were, they need to get the new lawyers. Maybe this is napkin market over beer as well. I don't know. That's <laughs> wild. But that is a that's, I didn't realize it was that much money. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was a big nut, but boy, oh boy. All right, Blair Kirkhoff going to join us next. We'll we'll go down to Kansas City uh, with the Kansas City Stars. Blair Kirkhoff, look forward to catching up with him. Uh, Dave Sproul, TJ Otzelberger, met the uh, media, uh, do the latest on the base, on the basketball team as they get... Set to begin preparations for their foreign trip. Uh, hour number two, David Eicholt on the Hawks. And then uh, Kyle Irving will help us out on the NBA draft. Trent's plays of the day as well. Miller and Condon underway on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Miller and Condon, welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you until 1 o'clock. 
Uh, let's talk to our friend Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City star. He joins us to do some Big 12 little Chiefs. Probably not the Royals. They're 20 up and 54 down. You know what? I'm going to start there. Just one quick one. Yeah. Blair, good to speak with you. Trent and Ken, thank you. Did you think it was going to be this bad? I thought the Royals arrow was starting to you know, trend upward a little bit, and then this happened. What has gone wrong, Blair? Yeah, no, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. In fact, I was uh, recommending to people who uh, are interested in a friendly wager every now and then to uh, take the over. I did. On the <laughs> I think they were at uh, low 60s, 63, 64, something like that. And I, I figured they'd hit that pretty easily. Um, it would, they would need to rally some fiercely. To get yeah, I'll say. So, no, I mean, I, I was basing that on, I thought, Bobby Witt and MJ Belendez and Brady Singer. All these guys would be a year older, a year better. And um, and it's just, for whatever reason, it, it hasn't worked. Uh, it's it's one thing after another when pitching's been bad, hitting's been good, and vice versa. And um, they just can't, they, 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 they can't get anything together. They haven't won more than two in a row all season. Mm. Um uh, and if they win one game in the series, we seem to celebrate that. So it's, it's crazy with the Royals. It's been rough, uh, but it hasn't been rough for that football team Jeez. in town. And it is just turnkey you know, the ascension of Patrick Mahomes and now becoming the face of the league with the retirement of Brady and on and on and on. It has turned into such a key turn operation where you know Veach is going to do a great job manipulating the cap. He's going to draft well. He's going to get the guys. He have Andy Reid and what they do just year after year. What's it like, Blair? You've never covered a team like this, right? You've never had a team that every single year it's not about, and maybe they'll be good enough to make the playoffs, that they're a Super Bowl contender every single year. What's it like in Kansas City just with that knowledge base and knowing what not just the last five years have been, but what the next ten years are going now, to why be? Are you rubbing salt in my wound here? <laughs> Well, there's never been anything like this professionally in Kansas City. You know, back in the 70s with the Royals, they did make the playoffs pretty often, right? The George Brett, Frank yeah. White, Willie Wilson, uh, Hal McCray, Amos Otis, Royals. They were, you could always count on them for the playoffs, uh, you know, 90 wins. and But that lasted about 10 years, right, from mid-70s to mid-80s. And, and, and then it ended, and they got one World Series out of that. You know, the Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes already have two Super Bowls. And he just completed his fifth year as a starter. Jeez. So um, <laughs> you're right. The, now, the, the, now the trick becomes for the for the Chiefs to play the salary cap game and, and the you know the, the the contract status game and, and try to keep everybody happy. So they didn't figure they could do it with Tyree Kill last year and traded them away. Chris Jones is the big name this year. What are they going to do with him? Mm-hmm. How how are they going to handle his contract extension? He did not participate in the off-season activities, so um, you know. But but not, doesn't miss anything. I think the concern would be if he didn't come to training camp in a month uh, at Missouri Western, and you know how long would he be willing to hold out? I, I do think eventually they'll come to an agreement, um, if, if nothing else, to get you know they can play they can put him on the franchise tag next year. So um, Chris Jones is part of. He's part of the, the the core of this this franchise, along with 
Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and they'll do what it takes to get him signed. You know what it feels like to me, Blair, that um, we're, we're embarking again on early 90s. It was Niners and it was the Cowboys, right? And one of these teams is going to represent the NFC, and that's the real Super Bowl. It seems like we're on the precipice of the Bengals and the Chiefs uh, picking up that mantra. No offense to the Bills fans uh, in the listening audience because they're really good too. But it seems like, uh, would you say that the Bengals are the Chiefs' main rival? right now they're not in the same division obviously but not necessarily have to be right right and neither were the cowboys and the, and right. the 49ers yeah. back in the in the uh, in the 90s you're right that was that was just back and forth and back and forth between those two and um uh, Aikman and young and uh the great teams and you're right those were you know th- those were super bowls when when those teams met for the nfc title yeah it, it, it is increasingly feeling like that in the afc that um, the Chiefs and Bengals, each, you know, in the last two years, the Bengals have won both regular season games against the Chiefs, and then they beat them in the playoffs two years ago. And of course, the Chiefs got them back this year in the AFC title game. All those games decided by a field goal. Hmm. Every one of them, three Jeez. points. So um, yeah, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, stars on both sides. They seem to be the, you know, the, the, the class of, of the AFC. And for each of the last four years, they've represented the AFC in the Super Bowl, right? Cincinnati lost to the Rams, and the Chiefs lost to the to the Bucks in between the two Chiefs victories. So I, you're right, with the, with the possible exception of the Bills breaking through, and and no, listen, no fan base deserves to see their team break through more than the Bills. That's for sure. Uh, uh, I, I think it's a, it's the Chiefs and Bengals world in the AFC. What are the question marks with this Chiefs team going into 2023? Well, a couple things. They, you know, they, with with the departure of Juju Smith Schuster, they don't have a wide receiver who's ever been like a number one uh, for for a team. But they do have a lot of talent uh, in this wide receiver group. They're really high on Kadarius Tony. You know, had the big Super Bowl with a punt return and touchdown reception. It's just a matter of staying healthy for him. They think uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling is poised for a big season. He's their, you know, he's their their long threat. Uh, and they really like the, the Sky Moore. Year two of Sky mm-hmm. Moore also had a big postseason for the Chiefs. So, um, so, but but nobody who's been like the number one wide receiver on on a team the way they had with Juju last year, then of course Tyreek Hill before then. Um, so, so there's that. There's a little bit, little bit of concern, of course, with edge rushing with the Chiefs. Back leader last year was Chris Jones. You'd like to see that come from the outside and. Um, uh, so I, I think they're going to end up adding uh, an edge rusher at some point during the year. That seems to be the Chiefs' M.O. the last few years. At some point during the season, they'll add a, a Carlos Dunlap uh, type mm-hmm. of player. So, but, but really, they, I, we, were, we were talking about this the other day. They're going to go to training camp next month um, you know, with their 22 set. They're starting 22 <laughs> set. And, and, and not many teams can say that. And I can remember the Chiefs in the early years of Andy Reid thinking, you know, they're going to have to go out and get somebody just to start. Wow. And now we're talking about who the backup, you know, who the fourth tight end is going to be <laughs> and who, you know, who's going to end up being the last guy in the defensive end rotation. So it, 
It's good to be the Chiefs these days. Yeah, I'll say. Um, not so good to be a Chargers Raiders Bronco fan <laughs> uh, for us, those of us out there. Uh, and that's probably the way it's going to be for the next decade. One more on the Chiefs. Want to pick your brain on the on the Big 12. I, I, I can't help but root for Justin Ross, Chief or not. Uh, I, I'm rooting for him to get back. I mean, he was the poster child for should have been NIL money back in the day, right? He would have cashed yep. in at Clemson. Uh, what what's what's his uh, uh, I guess outlook as far as the, I'm not saying he'll ever be the same, but can he make a can he make this roster? He can, and I'll, I'll tell you why he can. Um, this will be you know when when NFL teams set their 53, you know most teams. Um, uh, have 25 on offense, 25 on defense, and then three special teams, right? The holder, the, the long snapper, and the kicker. Chiefs have followed that um, pretty much to the T with Andy Reid teams, and they've always kept a fullback as one of those offensive players. But he's not keeping a fullback this year. He's already said it. They're not going to keep a fullback. They think they can get the tight ends to, um, to do the things that fullbacks have done in the Chiefs offense. So it's that's going to open up a slot on the offensive side and maybe allow the Chiefs to keep as many as seven wide receivers. And if that's the case, I think Justin Ross has a shot to, to be on this team. Let's get into the Big 12 with Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star. Blair, the evolution of this league and where we are for one year, a 14-team league with the departures of Texas and Oklahoma on the horizon. You know, With the new additions and all-encompassing, not just football, not just basketball, who do you think is going to be the most successful out of the four newbies when you kind of look at the totality of their athletic departments? Oh, boy, that's, that's a good question. I, I, don't, I don't know if there's going to be a, a, a very successful football season among the four in the first year. I think mm-hmm. it's going to take a little while. Maybe Central Florida breaks through, and, um, and maybe, maybe a couple of them get bowl eligibility. But I think it's going to take a little while for Cincinnati and Houston to – um, to, to get going in, in football, especially with, uh, you know, listen, I, I, Iowa State looks like a, a bowl regular. And, and what Kansas did last year under, under Lance Leipold, um, they, 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 the expectations are higher now at Lawrence than they've been in almost a, more than a decade. So I, I don't know who you, who you step over if you're the, if you're the, the newcomer four to, you know, to take a place in, in, in the Big 12. But, I think Houston, for, and I, I've been a Houston advocate for, for a long time. You remember when the Big 12 talked about expanding, but was it 2016 or 2017? They, they launched an exploration committee and looked at a bunch of schools and decided not to expand then. But I thought it was a mistake at that point not to include Houston. I just think Houston has, there's so many good athletes in that metropolitan area that everybody in the country recruits Houston. And if, if, now that they're in the Big 12, it can sell being a Power 5 school in one of the most fertile recruiting markets in the mm-hmm. country. I think Houston has the opportunity to be um, you know, a, a rising power um, among the Big 12. And we know their basketball is excellent, right? With Kelvin, Kelvin Sampson down there coaching. But I, I think their football has a chance to, to really uh, plant a flag in the Big 12. Uh, I don't think anybody's rooting for the demise of the Pac-12, or very few people. I shouldn't say anybody, uh, but very few people are. Um, where, where, where are you? Where do you think uh, your mark is? Is he sitting on the sidelines? Is he waiting to see what that media contract? I mean, eventually they're going to have to put their cards on the table at some point. Klyovkov is, I would think, uh, with media days not too far uh, away for football. You know, that's going to be a topic if there's no media uh, contract. Do you think that uh, Colorado's about to, you know, come? back maybe arizona where are you on big 12 expansion blair 
Well, I, first of all, I'm with you. I don't want to see the Pac-12 dissolve. I, those of us that went through this a couple of times right. in the Big 12 know what it's like to to live with the uncertainty of, of your school no longer having access to the, the, the big money, uh, the, the big revenue streams that come in from being a Power 5 conference and having the, the, the bowl money and then the, the TV contract money. I hope that the Pac-12 can can land a contract that's big enough to keep those schools together. And, of course, it's, it's never going to be the same without UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten, but I think there's a place in the world for a strictly, you know, West Coast conference. Um, I watch, you know, I watch Pac-12 after dark. I watch those games on Saturday night, usually after I've come home from covering right. the, yep. you know, a Big 12 game. But that, that's what's on, and I, I enjoy those games. I'm not, I am not eager to see uh, the, the Pac-12 fall. If it does, however, if the TV money's not there, then, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with everybody else when Colorado may be the first domino to fall, and then Arizona could be next. I, um, I, I know there's been some resistance talk from Houston, from, I'm sorry, from, uh, from Utah and from Arizona State, but i got to tell you, if, if we're talking about you know, $20 million a mm-hmm. year for, you know, for, for television, from te- television revenue from a new Pac-12 deal, I don't know how the corner schools or anybody who gets an invitation from the Big 12 or another conference can turn it down when you're looking at at least 12 million more from, you know, from that conference. So, yeah, if it happens, I, I think we look at, you know, Texas OU gone and then get the corner schools in and we're, we're at a, you know, Big 12 will be a 16 team conference and, um, and, and we'll, you know, fulfill the, the idea of having, you know, uh, Many schools in, in multiple time zones, right? East, yep. Central, and Mountain at that time. Uh, th- but about 30 seconds left. There's hype every year around Bill Self's Kansas Jayhawks team. This year, is it going to be even through the roof? I mean, uh, with Hunter Dickinson, this this team is loaded. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, the, the, one, the one thing that could hold them back is they – they don't. The perimeter shooting isn't there the way it was on the championship team a couple of years ago. Um, they did go out and get uh, transfer from I forgot the school. But his name is Nick Timberlake, and he's a forty percent three point shooter. Hmm. A year ago, I want to it wasn't Towson, but I can't, I can't remember the, the school. But that's one, and they've got to have some of their newcomers be able to fill it up from three for them to be successful. But they seem to have everything, especially Kevin McCullough's back now. The defensive specialist in the sixth year didn't hear what he wanted from the NBA folks, and he's back. KJ Adams is ready to take a big step. I, yeah, and, and then of course Dewan Harris, just a terrific point guard. I, yeah, this this team's loaded. They're, they're they should be preseason number one. Blair, as always, thanks for being so generous uh, with your time. Uh, look forward to doing it again. Thank you, Blair Kirkoff. Good to talk to you. Okay. Good to talk to you. Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City Star, uh, as we check in on the Big 12 and our friends in KC. All right, Dave Sproul on Iowa State coming up next. David Eicholt on Iowa kicks off our number two. We'll do a little on the NBA draft coming up uh, with Kyle Irving. Uh, maybe branch out from the draft a little bit. Maybe Zion. I yeah. don't know. We'll do some uh, NBA topics, and then we won't talk NBA until next April. Deal? Yes, yeah, sounds about right. Good. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. <laughs> The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rake. 
Play Circa Million, where you make five picks against the spread each week with 100% payback. Or join Circus Survivor, where you select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. 14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit circusports.com for details. Fing.net. Miller Condon, 10 minutes before noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. David Eicholt on Iowa kicks off our number two. Kyle Irving on the NBA Draft Trends plays of the day before we get out of here at one. There is news. From the Cap City League, Trent is oh. back. Let the bells ring out, the banners Ooh. fly. Love we've, it. We've got talkers this summer. Yes. Uh, Cap City League is going to play on Sunday and Thursdays. They have partnered up with We Will. So oh, well done, Brent right. Bloom. Yes, absolutely. Get uh, that thing back. Love it. Indeed. Dave Sproud joins us uh, as we talk Iowa State. I wonder how this will, um, might we see more defense in this league than we normally would? Because there's none. Uh, but 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 with TJ's returnees uh, having that drilled into their heads from the minute they step on campus, we may see a little more defense. Dave Sproul, how are you? First of all, I'm well. Thanks for uh, thanks for the time. I you know the flip side of that is that well with so much emphasis on defense during uh, organized Iowa State practices, this is your one chance to go out there, uh, all right, like offense and maybe show off of the crowd a little bit. So maybe they'll tilt. Uh, to the extreme other end. I, I just remember, I can't remember if it was Corey McIntosh or Dodie Dunson back in the <laughs> early right, days of the yeah. Greg McDermott area who referred to the Cap City League as a joke. And if it's coming from dudes like that, yeah, it, it doesn't speak well of your league. But maybe they'll, they'll jazz things up now that there's a little money involved. <laughs> Uh, that's good stuff. Well, well, we'll we'll see. And I guess everybody's going to mean even the newbies right on the roster will be able to participate, correct? I would imagine so, yeah. Right. Uh, good stuff. All right, so uh, a press conference early in the week. There's a foreign trip coming up. Uh, would include those newbies. This, these are good, I think. I don't know why the NCAA uh, has a limit on how many you can make. I mean, if the money's there and the desire is there to do so, um, you know, why, why not go go get a little um, competition in, in the month of in the month of August, it's it's a long off season. These guys are not like they're taking the off season off. They're in the gym. They're practicing. They get practice against each other. Why not do these things? And I'm and I'm surprised that uh, that the limit out uh, on how many you can do still exists. Yeah, I've never uh, delved into the reasoning, I guess, behind that limitation. But I'm guessing it has something to do with money because they have, you know, uh, in the past, uh, NCA has justified a lot of what it's done in the, in the name of competitive balance and trying to. You know, make sure that uh, they have opportunities for everyone and not just the the rich program. So by limiting it to once every four years, it's not like uh, you know Duke can go out and, and play in Europe or Greenland or wherever uh, every year and, and put on you know try to draw some high level opponents by paying out more money to do so. So I'm I'm guessing that has something to do with it. I wouldn't mind it if they did allow it every uh, so often, but. Uh, I'll also at the same time, and I, you know, I hate to do this, give NCAA credit for even allowing it at all. Mm. Uh, seems like the kind of thing where they could just say, no, no, this isn't what we're about. This, but it's it's a great experience, uh, both in terms of basketball and, and sort of the, the cultural, social aspect aspects of, of going to uh, overseas locations and and playing some ball against some fairly high level competition. The teams that Iowa State will see in the Bahamas are some some of the national programs that are uh, trying to you know prepare for a FIBA competition. 
So it's maybe not quite what you would see at the college level, but at least it's competition, you know, during the summertime against uh, teams that aren't wearing the same color uniforms as you are. So three newcomers in in the transfer portal this year, along with the incoming freshman class. Of the three new guys coming in, Jackson Kapavelski uh, from Wofford, guy that can really fill it up from the outside, UNLV combo guard Keyshawn Gilbert, and from Buffalo, Curtis Jones. Of those three, who's the most impactful for this year? Shooter. Yeah, that's uh, always a hard to predict, but I, I, I'm going to go with Curtis Jones uh, mostly because he's a senior. He's just got that mm. much more experience and uh, will bring something to the floor that uh, maybe some of the other guys can't in terms of you know what he's seen and what he's done. Uh, one of the interesting things about all these guys is that they have better track records than, I don't want to pick on Gabe Kalser, but I mean, Gabe Kalser, for instance, was a guy whose numbers were diminishing from one year to the next in Minnesota, and they didn't get really any better. Uh, consistently anyway at, at Iowa State. Uh, but these guys are guys who have fairly consistent, decent, you know, if not uh, good numbers in terms of shooting percentages and points per game and things like that. And, and Jones in particular, I think, stands out just because that, that experience is something this roster uh, really could use that, you know, lost a lot from last mm-hmm. year uh, with guys like Kalsher and, you know, uh, moving on and, and trying to make their way to the pros now. Um, you, you need a, a senior guy. You got Trey King coming back. He's, you know, he's going to have, bring us some experience and leadership in that uh, regard as well. Hassan Ward, uh, also will be a senior in the upcoming senior season. So it, it's always good to have that. And even if, uh, you are, you know, a guy like Jones coming in from another, uh, program, there's still, you're going to be looked up to because of the experience you bring with you. You know what? There's going to what's going to be involved with this team this year. Uh, I think expectations, maybe for the first time. And this was, mm-hmm. I mean, look, uh, they won two games the year before TJ. Didn't expect anything out of them. What they reel off thirteen in a row or something yeah. to start the year, uh, and a Sweet Sixteen run. Another tournament bid last year. Offensively, they struggled, but he's got some dudes here. His roster is starting to look like his roster. Expectations are going to come with that. Maybe for the first time in the uh, in in his first. Two years, they weren't there, but they will be this year, don't you think, Dave? Yeah, I would imagine so, especially with the the recruiting class, the the high school recruiting class to bring in. I mean, it's considered one of the top ten in the country, if I'm not mistaken, maybe higher. Uh, it, I mean, there's a great deal of talent there, of course. Omaha Blue, the headliner, mm-hmm. he's out with uh, the under 19 national team right now after uh, uh, you know making the team out of the tryout and. You know, McDonald's All-American type of guy. Mm-hmm. But these other these other recruits, you, you you know, look at them in total, and they make for a really, really high-ranking. I guess it's one of the highest, or if not the highest-ranked recruiting class in in uh, the rankings uh, era, last twenty twenty-five years or so. Uh, so with that, yeah, there, there's going to come uh, some expectations, and maybe not you know to go out and win the Big Twelve right away, but right. Uh, to be a good team, to be a tournament team, not just a team that glides along and you know, stays on the bubble for a long time, but a team that you really shouldn't have much doubt is going to be in the tournament come the end of the season. Over to some football with you, Dave, before we run out of time and the continued speculation waiting game of what's going to happen with the football team and the gambling investigation. Ken posed the question yesterday. I thought it was a good one. We're not journalists. We're a couple of guys that talk on the radio. Why has there not been a journalist that has been able to lock down the names that have been rumored now for a month and put them out there. Is there there's something more going on? Kind of fill us in from the journalistic side of things. Well, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you all the nuts and bolts of it because there are people who do that better than I do, and most of them work at the Des Moines Register, and I'm sure they are 
very much aware of the names that are involved here. And, um, and I should also, you know, Cyclone Fanatics, some of the other outlets, they, they're really uh, got their ears to the ground. And, uh, I'm sure they're hearing the same names that we, we're all hearing, but the fact that it's an ongoing criminal investigation, uh, you know, leads to a lot of speculation that, or, or, uh, hesitation to speculate, I should say, because things can change. And, and I listened to you guys discuss this yesterday. I mean, you don't want to go out on the limb and be, that wrong that you know get it 90 percent right but that 10 percent wrong can really open you up to damage to you to your reputation at the very least uh, and if not you know legal action that could be uh, very damaging uh, to your yourself and your employer so you want to tread lightly because uh, mm-hmm. this is you know as opposed to the uh, situation with um, the the linebacker who was accused of rape and eventually kicked off the team it, the the police report was out there and you know, that that's when the name got out just, you know, as that stuff was becoming public. And I think as we get closer to the time when, when that investigation is complete or near complete, you might hear rumblings like a few hours or maybe a day before. Uh, you might actually get some solid reporting that these guys can, can put together and, and say, we know for certain this is the case and these are the guys. Until then, you just don't want to take that risk that you might be wrong and, you know, really ruin somebody's reputation, whether it's your own or or somebody you named there on, on the team. Yeah, you know, and, and I've um, we we started by just naming uh, the position, and then I started to think to myself, well, is that fair to the other guys to play? Like, there's an offensive lineman caught mm-hmm. up in this. Oh, is it the left tackle? Oh, gosh, it's the center. Yeah. What if it's player A? No, it can't be player A. It's got to be this guy. I feel bad for the other four. Right? I do. Yeah. Because, um, anyways, it's just it just needs to get out there, and if nothing else, take it off the damn board in Vegas or in on your app. Shouldn't be able to bet on this. Dave Sproul, uh, KSI name fourteen thirty. That's where Iowa State plays in Story County. Dave, thanks for popping on. Appreciate it. Your Twins have a one game winning streak yeah. uh, as they get set to head into the weekend. Uh, it was good to see last. And by the way, why, what replay in instant baseball? Oh, good God, that played for what a joke! What a joke! The worst instance of instant replay I think I might have ever seen in any uh, sport, really. But, guys, today is the day things start turning around. The, the, the Twins went out and got themselves. I saw that. Dallas Keuchel off the street. The 2015 <laughs> Cy Young Award winner going to going to get us right on the right track, I'm sure. I'm sure he is, too. Uh, good stuff. Thank hit? you, Dave. No, he can't, uh, Trent. Neither, nobody on your team can. Uh, good to talk to you, Dave. Talk to you next week. Dave Sproul, 1430. Always a pleasure, guys. Take care. KSI. Uh, hour two, David Eicholt on Iowa. Kyle Irving, Sporting News on the NBA Draft. Anybody counting down the hours to that? No. We're down to seven. Oh, is that it? Yeah. So you're the answer would be your counting down it. the answer. Miller and Condon, hour two, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.